Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, I'd like to invite you to join us today for a wonderful show, and I'd also like to invite you to our website, letstalkadoption.com, where you can learn more about adoption and listen to past shows. We also have copies of previous topics that are available for purchase and help support these programs. So we really appreciate your support. You can also sign up for our weekly show update uh, and email reminder. We have great resources, whether you're seeking to adopt, if you've already been parenting through adoption, or are hoping to reunite with a birth family or a birth child. If you have questions regarding adoption or parenting, please email me at info at letstalkadoption.com. And now on to our show. Today, we're going to be talking about the power of a positive mom, which I think many of us can use. Um, Our guest is an author and speaker, Carol Ladd. Carol is known as the positive lady and the best-selling author of over 18 books, many translated into other languages. She's been best known for her positive power series. She speaks around the world, bringing the message of hope to many people. Carol lives in Dallas with her husband, Kurt, and two wonderful daughters. Welcome to the show, Carol. Thank you, Marty. I'm so thrilled to be with you today. Well, we're so happy to have you here because you have so much to share. You know, we have listeners that are hopeful moms. They're not moms yet, but they're moms in waiting and and many others that are listening too. Even though we're talking about positive mothers as if they are already mothers, there is much to glean for pretty much anyone that wants to be positive, right? Sure. We can talk about being a positive woman in general because each of us Uh, have an influence in our society and in our uh, circle of influence. And we each one of us needs to be positive in that circle of influence, whether it's in our families or at work or in our neighborhood. That's right. You know, you you have this true passion for encouraging women. Uh, Where did that come from? Have you always been a positive person? Well, I would say I have been positive most of my life. I would say as I grow in the Lord and draw close to him, and I learn of his qualities, I become more positive just because his qualities are reflected in my life. And so I would say over the years of being a Christian, I've grown to be a more positive person. So lots of growth in that area, and that's always encouraging to everyone listening, too, is just to continue, you know, learning and and learning and spending time in the Word, too. You know, there are a lot of challenges mothers face today on being positive. What are some of those those biggest challenges that you see as a professional and speaking worldwide? Because many of these are issues that women in other countries have, as well as the United States. Well, Marty, I think that moms face a lot of challenges because a lot of it comes from comparisons, comparing with other mothers and striving to be the best, or, oh, I'm not doing as much Mm -hmm. as I should be in my home, and and uh, so mothers feel defeated so often, I think, through comparisons or through feeling like they're not perfect or they're not doing all that they should. And yet, on the other hand, I think moms feel overwhelmed uh, with all the responsibilities in the home and uh, also busy schedules. And I think all of this plays into uh, being a little more negative and having to fight that negativity and mm-hmm. really work towards being more positive. I think people are really hard. I think we're hard on ourselves, uh, especially women, on uh, to get it all done and be those super moms yeah. and uh, be able to do it all. And it's just not possible. You know, many women didn't have good role models while they were growing up. And share with us, you know, what a good positive mom looks like so we have an idea of of what we want to you know uh, imitate 
Yes, you know, well, I think one of the first things is to recognize that a positive mom is not a perfect mom. In fact, a positive mom takes that picture of perfection and tears it up and throws it in the trash and mm. recognizes that no one is perfect. Moms aren't perfect and kids aren't perfect, husbands aren't perfect. And so the beauty of it is that God works through our weaknesses and he uh, also uses our strengths in mm -hmm. our home. And so I think a, a, a positive mom is not Mrs. Perfection, but she recognizes that God can give her the strength and the power in her home to be a positive influence. And a positive mom is one who loves and encourages her kids and builds on the positive and disciplines in a very loving, godly way. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some truths that we see in the Bible related to being a mom. And um, for many of us, that's really helpful, too. Can you share just a few of those that you, you have applied in your own life and, and that you encourage other people to? You know, I think the principles in the Bible that could apply to moms could apply to women in general as well. The importance of seeking God with our whole heart and uh, seeking Him first and recognizing that our strength and help and wisdom come from Him. And so to me, that's the message uh, uh, to any mom, but any woman in general who wants to be more positive, to seek Him first. Mm -hmm. and to love him with their whole heart, mind, soul, and strength and allow his loving qualities to pour through them in their home and in their community. And that happens day by day. It doesn't happen. You don't turn over the next day. And, you know, if we fall back, don't beat ourselves. It's not like a diet where you feel like, oh, I blew it. I had cheesecake, you know, <laughs> and, and they just get off the diet because you just keep going back and keep trying. And I think that, you know, that is we're forgiven when we are human. Yes. And keep going back and trying and, you know, fall down, take two more steps, and you fall down again and take three more steps. Uh, and I feel that's kind of the way that, that many of us um, need to look at it, and I think that's, I know it's helpful for me. Yes, yes, not to wallow in regret or discouragement, mm -hmm. but each day, start the day just saying, Lord, thank you that you are sovereign and that you were at work in my life, and Lord, give me the strength for today. Mm -hmm. I, it, what you just said about day by day, I think about the man of it, uh, God gave the Israelites right. in, in the wilderness. And they couldn't gather it up for the next day. That's right. Yeah. Each day he gave them what they needed for that day. Right, and demanded them not to not to gather because it would start stinking. Yeah. So I think, and I think if we keep on these old things, they stink in our life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we start having smelly, uh, smelly life. So I think yes. it's nice to start, go to sleep next morning, fresh slate, start fresh, and, yep. uh, and do it. I think it's great. <laughs> well, let's go on. You have written many books. Yes. Uh, just briefly, when did you start writing? Well, I started writing about, oh, maybe 12 or 13 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, when my kids were young, it's funny, my first book was actually a party book because I started planning all my kids' birthday parties, and, and they were really fun and unique. And people would say to me, oh, you should write a book about parties. And so, as God would have it, I, I just uh, ended up my first book was a party book on oh, how yeah. to do creative children's parties. That's wonderful. So that's how you start. And, you know, that's really because you have over 18 books out. So that many, you've been pumping out more than a book a year. Uh, I'm impressed. Yeah, some of them are short. <laughs> but still, that's great. You know, let's talk about, you know, you, you do The Power of a Positive Mom is the book we're going to discuss today. You know, what motivated you to, to come up with this title and to write this? Because you share these seven principles for moms um, you know, where did that come from? Where did the idea for the book come from? Well, 
as I was writing books for moms, I was writing idea books for moms, Uh and I began really examining the mothers that I was uh, that, that I was speaking to a lot of moms groups, and mm-hmm. I started looking at these moms that I was speaking to, and I really saw that they were discouraged in a lot of ways, feeling mm-hmm. negative and feeling mm-hmm. down about themselves and about what they were doing. And I thought, oh, I, I want to encourage moms. I want to give moms uh, a hand up uh, to help them understand that they have such a powerful and influential role, and I, I, I wanted to just give them that boost of encouragement that they needed. And so um, I began praying, what would that book look like? And I really um, felt God's leading me to write The Power of a Positive Mom because it's not only about the positive influence she has toward her children, but I wanted, the book is also full of encouragement to the mom herself to mm-hmm. say, you can do it through God's strength. You can do this. And that's important because we have... Uh, women listening to the program that are birth mothers that have lovingly chosen adoption for their child that may feel very bad many times that they weren't able to in their life parent this child. Mm-hmm. And I see this often with women that really beat themselves down over so many things and they can't seem to get past that. And it breaks my heart because these women have so many wonderful things that are hidden talents. Mm-hmm. Um, that This can help women if they're moms, if they're birth moms, hopeful moms, is really getting a foundation where they can really feel good and feel the love that, that God has for them. Yes. I think one of the greatest gifts God gives us is that gift of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And yet when we receive that gift of forgiveness, often we we sometimes mentally just don't forgive ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we do. We need to recognize that God forgives us and God can restore uh, even the mistakes that we made or the, uh, you know, uh, regrets that we might have, and He can redeem our lives and make us new. Yes, I think I think that if we, again, apply that every single day starting fresh is good. Well, let's get into talking about the few uh, principles, because you've got, you know, there's our seven principles um, that for moms, and I think these are takeaways that people listening today can really apply to their life and, um, you know, and if they can get this book, The Power of a Positive Mom, we're going to share with you later where you can pick that book up. But let's talk about the first principle, which is the power of encouragement. So tell us why this encouragement is so very important. I mean, we just shared a little bit about this, but encouragement to the people around us, maybe. Yes. Well, I believe our kids' best qualities grow and grow when we feed them those delicious morsels of encouraging words. And the word encourage actually means to give strength, to give strength to the heart. And as we deliver those good words of encouragement, we can see their better qualities grow. But when we are constantly nagging and only building on the negative qualities and what they're doing wrong, Mm -hmm. Then they, then we find them discouraged, mm-hmm. and 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 really, then they begin to focus on their negative qualities. Right. So, um, not that we don't discipline. Of course, we discipline, but we also build on the good things in their lives as well. So, find the good things, and that works with husbands too. Yes, <laughs> and, and husbands, it works with wives yes. um, to find those encouraging words. And I, I learned a long time ago that if you can't say anything nice, of course, not to say anything. But even if you ha- <laughs> just have to say, "Those are lovely buttons on your jacket today, dear." <laughs> Uh, if that's all you can find that's positive, then you need to say that and be sincere. But um, but I think that's important for people to encourage. And I know I share with my children every day I want them to do three nice things for somebody else um, without being asked every single day. 
And, you know, is it picking up a pencil, opening a door, um, helping somebody out? And I think that's part of that is, you know, and they come back and they share that. And sometimes they'll roll their eyes like, oh, mom, I didn't do it today. (laughs) You know, well, the day's not over. Um, But I think encouraging your children, I think that's good. And you're starting early so they'll have this habit that takes them into their own marriage and their life later on, their careers. That's right. So the second principle is prayer. How can moms grow in prayer? They're knee-high in diapers and laundry in their work and other daily responsibilities, multitasking. Who has time for a prayer life? <laughs> I know it is difficult. And I reflect back on what Paul said. and He said, pray without ceasing. And I believe that as moms, we can just continually pray throughout our day. Now, I, I, know, I, I, I know my life seems best when I have that wonderful alone time with the Lord in the morning and, and have a mm-hmm. have a wonderful time of prayer. But sometimes in a mom's life with a baby waking her up early in the morning and just caring for kids all day long, she may not be able to have that one significant alone time in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I want to encourage moms to just be prayerful throughout the day as she's holding that little one and or as she's uh, feeding them, or as they're taking their naps, mm-hmm. to just use those pockets of time of prayer as she's driving them to different places. Right. Be in a prayerful state all day long, because the Lord is with her all day, and she can offer up those prayers continually. Yes. And then I also think as you begin your morning, as you're even just laying there, if you have even just a moment as you're laying right. there uh, uh, with your head on the pillow, just to say, oh, Lord, thank you for this day. I know you are with me, and I trust that you will mm-hmm. help me through this day. And then as I lay my head down uh, on my pillow at night even, to say, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the blessings of this day. Yes. And to go to sleep thanking him. And you know, and, it's, yeah, that's important because yeah. uh, there is there is a, God has a, a fast speed internet connection to him all the time. So it never goes down, it never goes on blink. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so you don't have to worry about waiting until it reboots. And that's the nice thing about working with God. But we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want you to finish more about the second principle of prayer, and then we're going to go on to the other five. We'll be right back after this quick break. More with the power of being a positive mom. On my 18th birthday, I made a decision that would affect me forever. I chose life for my baby. I wasn't ready to be a mom or even to change my dreams of being a singer. Many of my friends offered to help me end my pregnancy. But then I learned about another option that provides a beautiful life for my baby, adoption. I was able to choose my son's parents and even meet them at the hospital. They love him so much and he's an answer to their prayers. I get emails and pictures from them. I even travel to visit my son each year. He has wonderful parents, an awesome life, and a solid future. Everything I wanted for him. And now, I've even moved to Nashville to follow my dreams. I chose life. I chose adoption. Open adoption means you make the choices. Choose the adoptive family, how much contact you want, and how you want the adoption to happen. To learn more about adoption, call 1-800-923-6784 or visit LifetimeAdoption.com. You can speak with a compassionate counselor confidentially, 24 hours a day. Call Lifetime at 1-800-923-6784.
Welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell on KFIA AM 710. Before we continue, I want to mention an adoption resource for adoptive parents. AdoptingOnline.com is a book I wrote about adopting for hopeful adopting parents. It's a very valuable resource for anybody wanting to start and be successful in adoption. So you can order that online at AdoptingOnline.com or any local bookstore you can order too. So if you just joined the program, we are discussing today about the seven positive principles for moms that are, and prospective moms and dads, that can be applied also. Now, we are on principle um, number, well, basically two. We had just really covered about prayer, and um, our guest today is a wonderful author, too, Carol uh, Ladd, and she's um, known as a positive lady. So, Carol, we were sharing a little bit about the principle of prayer and how important that is. And, and you know, I know that... um, like we mentioned, we don't have time. They have to be in little sound bites sometimes, little bits and pieces through the day. And I think that's okay. We don't have time to sit down sometimes for an hour and pray. And I, I think, you know, we have to make that work. You know, the third principle that you have is the power of a good attitude. Wow. You know, can even negative people, you know, uh, the people that see the, the cup is half empty, um, have a good attitude? Because, you know, we see this where at restaurants and the grocery stores and schools, how can people help have a, a better attitude? Well, I believe that God's Spirit is filled with positive qualities. As we see, uh, Paul said, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And those are beautiful, positive qualities. And those are the fruit of His Spirit, His Spirit working in our lives. So as we draw close to the Lord, as we draw close to Him in prayer and in His Word, and as we just ask Him to, Lord, let Your Spirit lead me and take over my life, Mm -hmm. we begin to see those qualities grow and grow. And now here's the tough part is I often ask the Lord, please, Lord, gently, (laughs) gently gently reveal to me some of the negative qualities that I need to turn from in my life, that I need to choose to turn away from. And sometimes we don't even recognize them. I know. I think we can't see them too often in our own lives. And so that's why I ask the Lord, please gently (laughs) Gently, show me what those are and help me to turn from those. And, you know, I, I, I begin to see in different ways, oh, whoa, that, uh, that's not a really good quality or not a real positive quality in myself. And I'll start seeing things that I need to deliberately make a choice not to do. For instance, whining or mm-hmm. complaining. Those mm-hmm. are things that I can choose not to do. And, uh, so and the, little by little, I think it doesn't, yeah. again, it doesn't have to happen. But if you catch yourself yes. before you start, I think that's really important, too. Yes. You know, the fourth principle you have is the power of strong relationships. And tell us about what relationships you were talking about. And when you talk well, about strong I, relationships. Yes. Well, I mainly talk about three different kinds of relationships. Uh, the importance of our friendships as women and as mothers. We want to maintain those good friendships. And often as moms, some of those good friends come as we go to the playground or as we go and to moms groups and we meet other mothers who are in the same area of life that we are in with the same age kids, in fact, Mm -hmm. uh, often some of our closest friends can come from other uh, mothers who are uh, going through life as we are. So those can be great companions, and it's good and important to build those relationships because we do, we need to talk about uh, 
the similar struggles we're going through. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's one of the relationships. Another one is the mentoring relationships. It's mm-hmm. good, as a, especially as a young mom or a young woman, it's important to seek out a mentor, somebody who can give us advice, who maybe is just a little more mature and, and can, can, we can bounce uh, ideas and thoughts and frustrations off of and hear mm-hmm. what they have to say because they've lived through those. Right. And, you know, that's so important with anybody. If you're a career woman, you know, most successful people, Ben Franklin had, you know, and Abraham Lincoln all had mentors and very successful women and moms all need someone that that has wiser. And that's even biblical to help them with these situations and sort them out because we just can't do it all ourselves. And someone you can trust and a mentoring programs are becoming more and more popular in different churches and groups. And yes. I think that this is important for, for, for everyday moms to know that, too. Yes. The next um, area you talk about is the power of example. Um, examples play such an important part in raising our children. Give us some examples of, of how, how you apply this in your own life, too, and, and, and out of your book. Well, I see that children learn best by watching how we act and how we live. Mm-hmm. In fact, now that I have teenagers, it's really amazing because I look at my own teenagers and I think, oh my, they are little me's. Mm-hmm. They have picked up on some of my good qualities, which I think, great, that's nice. And then I see some of my not so great qualities in them also. And I think, you know, I didn't sit down and teach them those. Mm-hmm. They picked those up by my example. That's right. And children pick up the good and the bad. I think that sometimes, I think that's the sins the fathers are passed down because they will pick up, um, you know, a lot of the traits that they see, they're around. And you see that all the time. The next one we have is you also give the principle of strong moral standards. In our culture today, it seems our children are facing many temptations. And how can we encourage them and teach them, you know, good moral values? Well, I think we want to be deliberate in giving them good literature to read, good uh, stories about heroes in the faith uh, mm-hmm. throughout history, but even current heroes of the faith. That can but help I also, them. Uh, and we want to be also very faithful to teach them God's Word, and what does God's Word have to say about uh, how we act and how we live? And then, of course, going back to that example again, mm-hmm. uh, we teach them also good moral standards from our own example. Exactly. So I think it's important for us to to, uh, show them through our example, but to also teach them through lessons in life. Well, our final principle, and I want to come through before we have to end because I want to tell people where they can get your book, is the final example is about love and forgiveness. Briefly, how can we become a more loving and forgiving person? As we recognize God's love and forgiveness for us, I think that that pours through us to our families. And so if I were going to capitalize it all into one thing, I'd say recognize how much God loves you and yeah, pour that right. love out to okay. your kids. That sounds great, Carol. Thank you so much. How do you find your book? Let's give your website out right now. Well, it's at carolladd.com. And my name is spelled with a K, so it's K-A-R-O-L-L-A-D-D.com. Uh, great. And if anybody has more questions, they can call Stu. Carol, thank you so much for being on our show and bringing these positive things to so many of our listeners. We oh, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Continue being positive, writing those great stories. Thank you. Well, I'm Marty Caldwell, and it's been a pleasure to be with you today. I want to encourage you to email your questions to me at info at Let's Talk Adoption, and I'll answer them on the air, incorporate them into my questions, too. 
So until next week, this is Marty Call with Let's Talk Adoption. Have a wonderful week. God bless you and be positive. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.